Let's turn to the Lord in prayer. Almighty Lord and Savior, we do recognize your goodness and we know that that sun is shining behind the cloud and that all the trials that we may be going through have their purpose in molding us and shaping us and drawing us closer to you and appreciating your goodness even more. Father, we pray for those who are indeed going through valleys of sickness and um, of trials of different kinds. We pray for their, that you would uh, comfort them, that they would feel your presence, your strengthening, that they could grow in grace and, and realize your faithfulness and that you will never leave them nor forsake them because you have promised. Father, we pray for, for healing for Sister Monica, for Sister Millie, and for also many others in our midst who are struggling with illness and for comfort. Father, we pray this morning as we would read your word that it would speak to us in a living way. You know the needs of each one of our hearts, and we know that you alone can meet those needs in a lasting way. Father, we pray that you would be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. I'd like to read a few verses from the uh, prophet Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 49. Let's begin reading from verse 13. Isaiah 49, beginning to read from verse 13. Sing, O heavens, and be joyful, O earth, and break forth into singing, O mountains. For the Lord hath comforted his people, and will have mercy upon his afflicted. But Zion said, The Lord hath forsaken me, and my Lord hath forgotten me. Can a woman forget her sucking child, that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Yea, they may forget, yet will I not forget thee? Behold, I have engraven thee upon the palms of my hands. Thy walls are continually before me. I'd like to end with verse 16. The Lord is worthy that we bow before him in prayer. Our Father and Redeemer, we thank Thee this day as we gather before Thee and we have Thy Word before us. It is a living Word, Father, that each of us grow to understand to greater depth every day as we 
walk with thee in this life. And we thank thee, Father, that thou hast expressed to us thy immense love for thy children, for thy creation, in offering up thy only Son, that man may have a way back to thee. And thou hast given us a promise, a hope, for which thou hast asked us to cling to, to be steadfast and unwavering in that belief. And we see now, Father, as thou hast continues to carry out thy will in the lives of thy children, that thou dost continue to draw man unto thee through thy word and through the life that's lived out for thee. We pray, Father, as we have gathered today, and not just in our midst, we're thankful that we are able to be here without persecution yet, that we can voluntarily come, and that we have health and strength to gather and to fellowship with one another, strength to lift up our voices and to praise thy name, even though we are feeble and our praises are short of perfection, yet, Father, it is an honor and glory to thee that thou dost not disregard. And we pray, Father, for where thy word is preached on the face of this earth everywhere, we pray, Father, that it still may have that power to convict and to open up the understanding of man as as he sees himself reflected in thy word, as he sees his image and her image the way thou dost see us. We pray, Father, that thy grace may be upon man and that while there is yet time, man may come to his senses and recognize his need to be reconciled to thee. His need, Father, for the cleansing of the blood shed by thy Son. His need, Father, to forsake sin, the disease that plagues everyone. Father, we pray that thy word today, as it is preached, and especially today in this house of worship, that it may be brought forth through the power of thy Spirit, and that each of us that are here may be attentive, listening carefully, searching our own hearts, being able to understand ourselves the way thou wants us to see ourselves. And we're thankful, Father, not just that thy word is preached to us, but we pray that thou would visit those who are hindered for various reasons, who look to thee, Father, for strength, who are looking to thee, Father, to, to provide that comfort by thy spirit, the promise of thy spirit, would walk with us, would walk along with us to comfort us. We pray, Father, that that would be that strength, that shield, that support to those who look to thee and have nowhere else to go. We pray now, Father, that thou would bless our time together. Bless the brother that would bring forth thy message. Use him, strengthen him, and provide him with the needed words to be able to feed thy flock in due season. This we ask of thee in Jesus' name. Amen. reminded of a couple years ago when my family and I were standing on the, the edge of the uh, Grand Canyon and my son turned to me and he says, you know, this reminds me of what uh, Uncle Werner said at, at uh, Christmas time, that how, why, is it, why are there so many names for God in the Bible? And he compared it that the same way no one picture can really 
capture the majesty and the vastness that of the the of the vista as you look at the Grand Canyon. It just can't be reduced to a picture. In the same way, the greatness of God's character, the manifold depth and and marvelousness of who He is, cannot be reduced to one name. And so the Scripture gives us many facets and many different names that we can begin to understand who He is and appreciate what a God we serve. In this passage we have here, when God compares Himself to a mother. He says, Can a woman forget her sucking child that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Even if that were to be possible, we know how difficult that is. Even so, God would never forget his people. His people were going through a very difficult time, and they were going to go through an even more difficult time. Darkness was going to come. The Babylonians would come. They would take over. And yet, God wanted to assure them that even though they were going to go through a difficult time, when it seemed like God was going to be abandoning them because he was letting the enemies win and he was letting them go into captivity, that they shouldn't be discouraged because God didn't forget them. He was impossible. If it's impossible for a mother to forget their precious child, it's even more impossible for God to forget his people that he loves so much. So, Why did God choose that picture? And what does this tell us about him? In many ways, motherhood is is one of the few untainted things we have left. Certainly, there's plenty of doctrine about it. Uh, One of the, the few safe things the politician could talk about was motherhood and apple pie. That in 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 a mother, we see a unconditional uh, commitment and love to a child that can do nothing to really re- repay and uh, to to give back. And yet, in that as that helpless baby just lays there and is needy, that mother pours herself out and gives up of her sleep so that child can have sleep and gives up you know a, there's a just a continual sacrifice that's involved and it, it's something that comes naturally and, and it's something that that only when that child grows up and perhaps becomes a parent themselves does that child start to realize the the gift and the depth of the commitment and love that was involved. I remember the, that first sleepless night I had as, as, uh, Josiah was, uh, sick and, and, uh, you know, the anxiousness and, and not knowing what to do and thinking, you know, so my mother went through that too for me and, and just beginning to appreciate the sacrifice. This is, shows us that we also 
are helpless. We really can't do much to benefit God. It's not like He needs us. And yet, even as, as a mother finds a delight in that sleeping child, in that full tummy, in that, that babe, in, in just its innocent and trust and, and, uh, uh, it's, it's willingness to just nestle and, and be comforted. Even so, God looks for that in us and finds in us a, a joy when we finally let go of our striving and independence and, and, and pretending to be strong and handle it all on our own. And as we were, are willing to become dependent upon Him and willing to trust in His nurturing. And we typically do see God as, 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 and He's referred properly as a masculine figure. And, and I think it's abomination, those translations which try to neutralize uh, who, the gender of God and, and refer to him some generic father-mother God. He is definitely our father. He is definitely a masculine person of God. And yet, God is complete. And God embodies everything. And in the beginning, God created man in his own image. Male and female created he them. And so there is an aspect and a part of God's character which is not in the man, which is reflected in the, in the woman, which is reflected in her. And we can see some of that brought out here in that commitment, in that tenderness, and in that nurturing that uh, a mother has for a child. This past week, I, I tried to take my wife away for a break. I thought maybe she could have a step away from some of the many stresses of being a homeschooling mother and in all in all that she's doing. But with with the modern world and electronics, that just doesn't work that way. <clears throat> and so, a good portion of her day was spent. Uh, either texting or on the phone or, or chatting or an email and, and she knew was aware of each, each triumph and each tragedy and in, in their lives as, as they shared it and they found a comfort in knowing that someone else's heart was responding to, to what they were experiencing and, and the joy was twice as much and the, and the sorrow halved because it was shared. And we have that blessing in having a, a home base, uh, 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 someone we can share these things with and know that it matters to someone else. And, and, and a mother can give us that. And that is part of who God is and how we, he, he wants us to pray. He wants us to share our hearts with him. He wants us to confide in Him and share our struggles. And our struggles are, our yoke is made easy in our burden light when we find our rest in Him and when we no longer feel self-sufficient and like we need to be in control, but when we can trust in His control, 
even when maybe things don't go the way we exactly want them to, even when the way goes through the valley and it becomes dark. <clears throat> so far, our, 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 our God is the complete image. And we, in a way, are a fractured image of that, a reflection of that. And certainly, as, as parents, we can see how we can always see ways that we could have done more and done differently and done better. And, and we often second-guess ourselves in, in that respect. But even as imperfect fathers and mothers, there is a, a union between uh, a father and mother. Uh, there is that attraction that God created in the very beginning where he designed human relationships and designed them to be complementary and that together there would be this marvelous union that would reflect him more completely. And that is part of the whole attraction that we find there. And this world is constantly undermining and distorting and trying to... Um, to, to erase God's designs that is on our hearts and is deeply embedded there. And that really resonates when we see it in scriptures, when we see it in real life. And that's why it's very important that you and I can reflect God's design as what a man should be and what a woman should be and what a family should be because it is a beautiful thing. It reflects God and it is a becoming a lost art or a something that that this world is losing sight of with the multitude of lies as as we said gender is being erased as the appreciation for the true feminine is is being under attack where where the woman has to be strong and self-sufficient and independent and and and, and not to be soft and tender but rather to to even use the power of attraction, which was something that was supposed to glorify God, something that was supposed to cement uh, marriages together, to use that as, as a lever of power to control men, because it works. It would it works because God designed uh, an attractive force to hold a marriage together, and yet it's being used as simply a a, a way of um, even bolstering a a um, a low self-esteem that you find affirmation and just being able to get that attention and get that attraction and to know that you have that power and that sway and and as the media kind of portrays men giving up men surrendering their uh um being allowing themselves to be completely enthralled, giving up their manhood, if you will, by simply uh, falling like sheep to the slaughter, just just allowing themselves to be controlled by these external images, and that is that is something that that uh, you know the media will show the 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 guy just kind of mesmerized by the woman in the red dress as she takes whatever the beer out of his hand in some silly beer commercial, right? That, that you know, he's just shown as a fool, a slobbering fool, and that has no self-control, no power, not expected to have any. 
not expected to be a man that can has integrity, that can keep commitments, that has uh, um, a backbone, and that can be trusted, and that can be true, and that can reflect God in his character. And that it will not be simply drawn aside by whatever physical uh, appetites are put before him. Jesus himself being that, that, that example for us as he was in the temptation and as time after time Satan said, make the stone into bread. And he said, no, he wouldn't take the shortcut. He wouldn't satisfy the flesh. He wouldn't satisfy the ego. He would rather trust God in his timing. He deserved to eat, but he was going to wait for God's timing. He deserved to be glorified. He deserved to be recognized by all as truly the Son of God. He deserved the glory of all the kingdoms that Satan offered him. Those were his by right, but he waited for God to give him at the right time in the right way and didn't take the shortcut that would have totally compromised and would have avoided the cross, and avoided the salvation for each one of us. Even so, a man needs to have that commitment to enjoy the things God gives him when God gives it to him and not to take the shortcuts. This attraction between a man and a woman is not just physical. And that's what's not understood. It's not understood that this is a spiritual need because God is that ultimate wholeness. And that wholeness we see in that union is because we are looking for the completing of God and the image of God. And there's so much more than the physical going on. And what is cheapened and reduced, as this world would like to do, to something that is just just a form of physical pleasure. It doesn't work that way. There is, in each one of our hearts, we know we are meant for more. We know that there is, it's really about relationship, and it's about wholeness, and it's about something far more than a momentary thrill that can never satisfy. In fact, all of the good things we have in life, even we've been talking about the good thing about marriage and motherhood, these are good and wholesome things. But all of these good and wholesome things are there to point us to God. And when we want to abuse any of these things for our own indulgence, in our own comfort and happiness, as opposed to seeking God and in these things and allowing these to point and lift us up to God. That even in, whether in a marriage or whether as a single person, a single woman or a single man, as we seek, if we put the idol of another person to complete us, in place of God, the soul will not be satisfied. The soul will not be satisfied 
with anything less than, less durable than itself. And what I've read recently, and it just struck a chord as, 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 as we see the scramble, the endless, unsatisfied masses continuing to, to crave and to cram and to, to try to fill themselves with things that do not satisfy. And as we just increase the portions and, and decrease the limits and remove the restrictions around God's design for fathers and mothers and families, and as we try to redefine everything to permit more, we find people less satisfied. But if we can take these good things from the sunshine and the flowers to the beauty of womanhood and what a mother really is, and we see that all of these things are designed to point us to the God who is the source, who ultimately is whole, and who is has everything we need, whose grace is sufficient, whose power is enough to be in control, whose commitment to us is so great as we read here that it will exceed any human commitment that we have the strongest bond we know of in this world is not cannot compare to the strength of God's commitment to us as we go through our lives. And we can see past and see through the trials and trust the heart of God when we can't trace his hand. Then we will find a contentment. We will find a, a satisfaction as we see that uh, idyllic, satisfied child on the bosom of its mother who, who is content, who does not need to worry who's going to pay the bills and what the weather's going to be tomorrow and what the stock market's going to do and, and uh, about health concerns and, and work concerns and all those things. They are blissfully unaware because they rest and trust in the provision of their mother. And in so way, we too can find a peace that passes understanding, a peace this world cannot give as we, as we look to the giver of the gifts as opposed to the gifts. Each of us should be thankful for the gifts we receive. We should be thankful for the beauty that surrounds us and to, to smell the flowers along the way and be thankful for the people. Thankful for those who have sacrificed to give us the things we have. We take this, this day as, as a moment to remember that each one of us has had a mother who has made sacrifices, who has brought us into this world. We've had other people who have acted often even as spiritual mothers and, and spiritual fathers who have, who have given us things. And we can, can look to these people and we can appreciate the, the love and the unconditional sacrifice that was made. But we don't want to stop there. We want to keep going and say, and behind that is the heart of a God who will never let us go, who we will never need to be alone, who will always be there for us. We need to, and that frees us 
and to love the people more, not less. This does not diminish our care and appreciation and and uh, dedication to the people in our lives. But when they no longer are idols in our lives, those that we absolutely need the affirmation of, uh, that, that we will compromise in order to keep happy, then we are free to love them and do what's truly best for them as opposed to doing what will make them happy so that we can manipulate them to continue to meet our needs in some sort of self-directed way. As so many relationships are in this world, when God is not the center, when God is not the true supplier of our needs, relationships begin to be about power and manipulation and the meaning of my needs. And they become very fragile. And so I want to encourage you to look beyond, to even the brokenness and the, um, and the imperfect people in our lives and to be able to love them and to care for them and to allow God to be the one who completes us and enables us to feel loved and to love others. May the Lord bless his word. Let us bow before the Lord.
Heavenly Father, we are here together in this day, gathered to be refilled spiritually, to hear thy message, to learn. Lord, we are thankful that on this day as well it is a celebrated day where we remember the love, the hard work that goes into the mothers of this world. Lord, we are reminded that mankind was made for thy honor and thy glory, that we may love thee. And a woman was given to mankind for love. Lord, we thank you that you have also shown us thy love unto us. Lord, you have shown so many times that we need to follow thee to be Christ-like. We need to have that love even for our enemies. Love overcomes many things. Lord, we thank you that you remind us of that love that thou hast for us. If we are able to show that love that thou hast for us to others, to our significant spouses, to the people we care for, to those who we are close to, we will see great things working. But not only that, but Lord, when we place our love to Thee, Thou dost provide all of our cares. Heavenly Father, we are grateful that we can gather here today without having any problems by the government, saying we can't, we can do it freely. Lord, there are many places in this world where they hide in secret for fear of their own lives. Lord, we are truly blessed here upon this earth, not only by the freedoms that we have, but that we could be refilled each and every day, each and every week, and that we could help each other out as well. Lord, we pray that you would be with us in the remainder of this day, remembering all of the love that has gone through this world. Greatest love is the dying of thy Son, who loved us so much, even before we knew him, knowing that we turned against him, was willing to put his own life for us. We thank you, Lord, and pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, please choose another hymn. Number 74. Which verses? The first three verses. Here, number 74.
as we have taken some time today to to appreciate the women in our life who have loved us and given themselves so richly for us in ways that we often fail to fully appreciate. We also are pointed to a God who loves us deeper, who we often appreciate even less, the extent of his commitment and sacrifice for us. May we leave here encouraged that we are indeed loved and that we can be thankful for that and that we can appreciate God's design as he reflects himself in us and in our relationships and that as we follow the biblical parameters for those relationships, we see a beauty that reflects him. And as we see the distortions of this society, we recognize the error and the emptiness, and we hopefully can avoid that. May his word be a light unto our paths. With this, we conclude this morning's service.